copywriting is the difference between just an image of an angry cat and a viral meme. Just like this intro to my podcast episode, copywriting decides whether you want to stick around for more or click or scroll away. Don't click away yet. Are you hooked? Because let's jump into today's episode, Secret Copywriting Formula That Stops People From Scrolling. All right, it's time for Content to Cashflow with Olivia Lee. The show all about helping entrepreneurs turn content to cashflow. Join me every week to become a better content marketer, turn followers into raving fans and clients, and monetize your message. Now let's get started with the host, me, Olivia Lee. Let's mainly talk about three things. What to write, how to write it, and why you're writing. What to write can be categorized into four different blocks. Your stories, lessons, facts, and questions. Social media is about being social. In the beginning stages of social media, if you remember correctly, we were all sharing what our day looked like, what we ate for breakfast. I mean, some people still do it. But today you realize that there are so many more ads, so many more commercials and promotional content online. Well, social media is still called social media, not promotional media. So we have to add some sprinkles of personal stories and what makes us human and also highlight the person behind the curtain of running a business. Because after all, we're growing a personal brand business. What's the whole point if you're not highlighting your personal side? So important to keep in mind that content should be a two-way conversation instead of you talking to the wall. If you think back to your student days, do you have teachers who you distinctly remember versus teachers you don't even remember the name of? Well, I do. Teachers who always told their stories and tied it back to what they were teaching, I remember their names, I remember their faces, and I still remember what I learned in class. But there were also teachers who were talking to us, the students, as if we were just a wall standing there. Just a one-way conversation of teaching the formula and the content of the class. So going back to content, caption or the copywriting should be supporting the image and tying it in nicely with the visual element that is relevant. The caption or the copywriting should either provide the context of the image or supportive effectively in a way that tie in nicely with the image, describing it and sparking curiosity for people. First of all, your story. And I say your stories because nothing in life is original but yourself. Your stories are unique to yourself. People might go through something similar, but the details and the story is different told by everyone. Story is a way to evoke emotion and help people to resonate with you better, understand you better, feel closer to you. A quick story of mine is, I used to cry for almost 15 minutes before I stepped out of my car to knock on doors of random businesses in order to get more clients, close more sales. If I were to just share my achievements of closing and having 20 clients of my own, making tens and thousands of dollars monthly as an early 20-year-old, yes, that is a big achievement. 
But people don't get to hear the story behind it. I didn't just magically have 20 clients fall out of the sky. I had to actually work for it. And there was so much sweat and tears that went into the process. By adding my stories and those details, people now get to see, wow, Olivia worked really hard for this. Wow, Olivia isn't a magician who magically got clients. She worked up her courage to do something that's uncomfortable for her that helped her get there. And lessons. Lessons could either inspire, motivate, or teach people with your heart. And I say teach people with your heart because there is a difference between teaching what's a fact, what's real in life, versus what you personally take away from your story. So tying back to the story that I just shared, from my story of door-to-door marketing and cold calling, I learned that I have to face my fear and do something that's uncomfortable for me in order for me to get over it and get better at it. I could sit at my desk and plan things and script things out for days and months and years. But if I didn't take actions to actually talk to strangers and call random numbers in a yellow book and knock on doors to talk to business owners who don't know me at all, I wouldn't have gotten better. I wouldn't have closed any sales because I wasn't taking actions. We could take hundreds of years to prepare and get perfect, but we're not actually going to get anywhere if we don't take that first step. That's the lesson that I was able to take away from my own story. And the copywriting for the content could include your lesson that you personally learned from your own story, because that also adds another personal sprinkle to your content. And your story could provide entertainment or provoke emotion But if you tie it in even further by sharing the lessons that you were able to take away from those stories, now you're giving value. Now you're inspiring, educating, and motivating people from the lessons that you learned and took away from your stories. And what to write can include facts as well. Industry news, quotes that people shared from the industry that's relevant to your niche, or statistics and numbers and infographics. If you're a manifestation coach, you might want to provide facts that people want to hear in order to believe in you even further. If you share the difference between the success rate of people who manifest versus people who don't, and if you're able to provide to your audience that yes, manifestation indeed helps you clarify your mind and be organized in your business and help you achieve your goals better and faster, people are more likely to believe you because now you're supporting that belief with effect, with the numbers, with the actual responses from other people. And with that, facts could also include testimonials and responses from your own clients A quick tip here, if you get in a habit of saving every screenshots and reviews from people that come in through your email or DM, etc., you'll be able to add them to your future content or sales funnels, etc. And there are questions. Like mentioned before, content should be a two-way conversation. And the best way to start a two-way conversation is to hear back from your audience. The easiest way to do that is to ask them a question. 
And I advise you not to ask such a general question as, what are your tips on content marketing? What are your tips on time management, etc.? Because let's be honest, no one has time to share value in the comment section of your feed. I'll say that again because it's true. If you don't have massive influence yet and people don't see the benefit of commenting on your content, they're not going to give you value willingly. So don't be shy. Asking them a question on giving advice, help, suggestions, and thoughts could also encourage people to engage with you. It doesn't always have to be, what are your thoughts? Any value you want to add to my audience? People actually love to help out. If you willingly share your vulnerability and the struggle that you're going through and ask your audience to, hey, do you have any advice on time management? Because I'm really struggling right now. I would truly appreciate it if you could provide some help. If I see a question like that, I would be more willing to share my thoughts instead of a generic question such as, do you have any tips on time management that you would like to share? Comment below. Because if you write it like that, the clear intention is, hey, I'm trying to increase my engagement. Please comment something. Thank you. You see the difference? And there's different ways to ask a question strategically as well. First, provide a value such as, what do you think is the better time management strategy? A, try a Pomodoro technique. Or versus B, time blocking. What do you think is the better way to manage your time? And writing in the caption like, which side are you on? Or let's see which side wins. People love to take sides. So A or B or one or two, copywriting such as that is is going to encourage people more to take a side and see what other people think. There's also a way to guess the riddle or fill in the blank, etc. Let's quickly move on to how to write copywriting. You have to create a FOMO, fear of missing out, and there are three ways to do that bringing exclusivity, urgency, and scarcity into the writing. Exclusivity could be based on your platform, such as I'm providing this free guide to my audiences on Instagram. If you provide the exclusivity, people are going to feel cooler about having special access to it that not everyone has. And there's a way to provoke urgency as well. I'm sure you've seen a countdown clock on numerous sales funnels. The sale for this product or service is ending on this day and time. And there's also scarcity. There are only five spots left in my free coaching program, or there are only three spots left in this discovery call. So make sure to click the link before someone does before you. If there's, the, if there's a demand for something, you're more likely to want it. And the next thing to focus on, there are four C's of copywriting, and that's clear, concise, compelling, and credible. You have to be clear what you're writing about in your content. You also have to keep it concise so you don't blabber on and on and on and accidentally mix in another idea that confuse people. It has to be compelling 
And a great way to do it is to tie in your own stories and experiences, like I mentioned previously, on what to write. And you have to make it credible by supporting it with either facts or your own experiences. And remember that people are skimming. Our attention span is getting shorter and shorter by the day. And we have to accommodate that people are quickly skimming online. So the beginning hook really matters. So it's important to show value sooner rather than later. People want to get the value right away. If they get value and if they believe you, they're going to then read your stories on. And also remember that when people skim online, they quickly skim from left to right, top to bottom. So that's why it's better to write short sentences and short paragraphs. It's not a college essay. These people are not getting paid to read your essay. So it's your job to make them choose whether to keep reading or scroll down for something more entertaining and easier to read. And here's a quick formula for copywriting on social media. Pointing out a problem, agitating that problem, and providing a solution. You have to make it short enough to make an impact, concise and to the point. Because longer posts tend to get cut off, and it's easier for people to continue scrolling than click read more unless they want to read more. And it's also important to keep the character count in mind for each platform. And character counts include spaces, letters, numbers, and symbols, such as emojis. And I personally highly recommend anywhere from 80 to 150 characters. So here's a quick recap of the different character counts for each platform. Twitter is the shortest with 280 character counts. Pinterest, with the pin description being 500 characters. LinkedIn post having 1,300 characters. Instagram, 2,200 characters. And Facebook is the longest with 63,206. These different character counts doesn't mean you have to fill each and every one up, but also keep in mind why the character count is there. Twitter, you want to be short and witty because that's the nature of the platform. Pinterest is more visual focused. You want to grab people's attention with the visual element first and then give a short description of what you're about to click into. So understanding the different nature of each social media platform and knowing the character counts is very important. What I tend to do is I write, I first write my copywriting for Instagram because 2,200 characters is already pretty long enough. And then I shorten that up for LinkedIn, Facebook, and then I shorten it even more for Pinterest and Twitter. And now let's move on to why you're writing. It's important to keep the why in your mind when you're doing copywriting for social media. I'm sure you've heard the term CTA many times, call to action. Call to action for social media should be four different things, whether to engage, share, migrate, or buy. Let me quickly explain each one. Engaging is encouraging people to leave a heart or leave a comment and overall engaging with the content. Sharing is either sharing the content to someone else and save it in your save folder, 
Migrating is something that you have to keep in mind that not all platforms like because migrating as a call to action is to click something or swipe up to get to a different website or a different link. For example, to download my free guide, make sure to click the link in my bio or to watch this video, swipe up. You're basically sending people from one platform to the other, which not all platforms like to do. But it is a great way for you to get more traffic to your kingdom, such as your website, YouTube, podcasts, your main platforms. And there's also the buying option. You can encourage people to take actions to make the purchase. So that would be sending people to your sales funnel or buying the product right then and there by incorporating the shop options, etc. Copywriting on social media is just as important as copywriting on your sales funnel because you're basically building a bridge. I view different social media platforms as a different way of transportation to your kingdom. So for example, your kingdom can be your personal website or your YouTube or your podcast, whichever main platform that you want to drive people to. In different social media platforms, such as a few that I mentioned before, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook, or many other platforms that you use, can be a way of transportation that people take to get to your kingdom. Some people prefer a different way of transportation than others. For example, I prefer to drive my own car, but some people I know prefer to take the subway or the bus or Uber. And the ultimate goal is for you to get them to take an action. So this is what I say. Practice, patience, practice. Don't get stuck in the pressure to make it perfect. And don't get stuck in the pressure to consistently create something original and new. Think of writing content as a making a step to grow. The content you create and write will get to the bottom of the step that will eventually build up and take you to the top. Sometimes quantity matters before you have enough practice to make quality content. You have to practice copywriting and see what really works for your own audience before you can plan it out and change your style of writing, etc. So today we talked about the secret formula on social media that stops people from scrolling away. To review what we talked about today, we have to mainly think about three things. What to write, how to write, and why you're writing. What to write, you have to keep in mind that it's a two-way conversation and you could write write about your stories, the lessons that you took away from those stories, facts, or questions. And how to write is to provoke curiosity and make it skimmable for people to read easily online. And remember the four C's of copywriting. Clear, concise, compelling, and credible. And lastly, why behind your writing is for people to take one action for one outcome. Whether to engage, share, migrate, or buy. So hopefully you're able to take away value from today's episode. And I really hope this encourages you to practice copywriting for social media. Have fun with it. Think of it as a way for you to connect better with your audience. All the whilst sharing value with your audience because ultimately we want to either make them laugh, get them to take away something valuable, or feel closer to you. 
So that's it for today's episode on content to cash flow with Olivia Lee. And I will see you in the next episode of what types of content to create. So if you enjoyed today's episode, you definitely don't want to miss next week's episode. So see you all next week. And thank you for tuning in. Bye bye.